Do you want to reach your full kingdom potential? Welcome to Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Listen, it's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. Man, I gotta say that one more time. It's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. It's time to take action and connection, involvement and commitment to the next level. Here's Carlos Rivera. Molded by our misery molded by our misery. Look look what 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 18 in God's word has to say about this. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the spirit. Mm. I tell you, I just love God's word. And when I read this, it's talking about suffering, how Jesus suffered for all of us. And of course, how he paid a price, how he paid a debt he didn't owe, right? He didn't owe, he didn't owe the debt. I mean, we were the ones that owed the debt. We were the ones that were in sin. Yet he was willing to suffer so that we wouldn't have to suffer. Jesus' suffering brought us to God Our suffering keeps us close to God. Mm, Come on, that is so good. So, So how does God use suffering? I mean, it happens. We're in a fallen world. Things happen around us we can't control. Sometimes we ask the question, why? God, like, why did that happen? And, And, you know, one thing I've noticed is that because we're in a fallen world, because God has given us the, the freedom of choice, right? We have, we can make, we can make decisions. Animals and birds and fish, they just, they live by instinct, right? They're, they're intuitive. They, they have an instinct inside of them and that's what drives them. But we as humans, God has given us the ultimate blessing and that's the freedom of choice. Sometimes our choices cause us suffering. Sometimes we do the wrong thing. Sometimes somebody else's choices <laughs> cause suffering. So so we know that suffering is part of life, but but I believe that God uses those difficult moments. God molds, molds us and shapes us a lot of times through the misery and the suffering that we've been through. And, and I believe that, it, that when it happens, it doesn't come to tear us down and destroy us. Sometimes God allows things to happen because he's molding us, because he's shaping us. And sometimes things just happen and God has nothing to do with it. Sometimes we're the ones, <laughs> we blame God, but sometimes we're the ones that cause the issues as well. But you gotta remember, intense pressure transforms a lump of coal into a beautiful diamond. Mm, come on, somebody. I gotta tell you, when you're going through it, it is absolutely no fun whatsoever. It's very challenging, very difficult. But later on, when you get past it and you kind of look behind you to see, you'll realize that through it all, God was able to do something amazing. And because of that painful experience, we become better people. And sometimes our ministries are birthed in misery. That's right. Sometimes your calling and my calling will come from the pain that we experience. And now we, God says, we'll comfort others with the same comfort that I've given you. And, and sometimes God will birth a ministry through a misery that we've gone through, through a, through a tough situation, through a painful moment. And God can launch something. So we, we, don't, we, you know, we don't have to waste the pain. We don't have to waste the suffering. We can turn it into something that maybe 
may benefit someone else as well. So listen, I don't have all the answers. I just trust God. I just do. I just, I mean, sometimes you do, what else can you do? I mean, sometimes even if you had the answers, it really wouldn't make it any easier. You'd still be going through a painful experience. But the key is to know that you're going through it. Come on, somebody. That you're going through the difficulty, that you are that you don't get stuck in it. Because a lot of people go through a painful thing and then they get stuck there. And they become stagnant in the midst of the pain. I believe God wants us to c- continue to move forward. See, sometimes God allows suffering because when we die to the flesh, we start walking in the spirit. Come on, man, drop that in the chat right now. Die to the flesh and then walk in the spirit. So a lot of times this flesh, man, sometimes uh, it, it gets us into situations and issues. And sometimes it comes to the point where we want the flesh, the desires of this world, the appetites that we have, have to be subdued. And sometimes pain causes that to happen. And, but then the spirit, man, rises up because now we have to lean more on God, right? I, I think prayer is the key. You know, the fact that we get together every morning and pray and, and, and go through God's word really is a, a, a way of, to prepare ourselves for the day and prepare ourselves for the things that we can control, the things that are coming ahead of us. Even today, we don't know what this day has in store. But when we start in prayer and we believe God and just trust the Lord, that he goes before us and he's there. And sometimes we, we still go through a difficult situation, but we're more prepared for it, right? Because we're walking in the spirit of God. And I believe that makes a huge difference because I, I believe that prayer is the key that gives us the power to subdue these earthly desires, right? And the ability to be led by the Holy Spirit. So continue to pray. Pray is the key, but God will use our misery, come on, to mold us and to shape us. And a lot of things are self-inflicted, right? A lot, a lot. I mean, we blame the devil for so much stuff, but sometimes it's just me, myself, and I. Come on, somebody. It's a conspiracy that I've got against myself. Confront destructive habits. Look what James chapter 4, verse 7 has to say about this. It says, submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. See, some of these destructive habits are spiritual, very much so. Uh, we, we, we have this enemy of our soul. You know, the, the Bible calls him the devil or Satan. And, but, and it's real. If you believe in God, you have to believe that there's an enemy of your soul, that there's a devil that's trying spiritually to bind you up and to cause all kinds of issues. And if he can bind you up in a habit, in a destructive behavior, then that causes a lot of pain and misery as well. Listen, it's time to confront those issues today. That's right, confront them. Understand that if these habits are destructive, then these habits do not belong in our lives, right? A lot of times the habit that we have may just be a mindset. That's right, a stronghold in our mind that's been molded by culture, has been molded by media, uh, uh, molded by our upbringing. So we need to understand that we need to confront those situations and begin to use them, you know, and filter them through the word of God to make sure God's word lines up, that that we align ourselves with God's will, right? What you refuse to conquer today will conquer you tomorrow. 
Mm, come on, somebody. What you what you refuse to conquer today is gonna conquer you tomorrow. We need to address it immediately. Don't play around with sin. Don't play around with destructive habits. We need to annihilate them and get them out of our lives with extreme prejudice. Like, come on, in the name of Jesus, bind up those spirits, man, and ask God to renew our minds, to renew our thoughts. You know, King Saul, he refused to eliminate the Amalekites. You know, if you remember the story in Samuel, 2 Samuel, I think it is, you know, Samuel gave him clear instructions, destroy the Amalekites totally. And of course, what did Saul do? Of course, he killed the men, kept the women, kept all the livestock. And of course, he, he literally did half of what God told him. I mean, listen, there's no such thing as partial obedience. Either you're obeying or you're not. And in this particular case, it's so sad because he lost the anointing. He lost, he eventually lost his kingdom and he eventually lost his life because of his disobedience. And what happened too is that the Amalekites that were supposed to be wiped out during that whole scenario, they, they remained enemies. Israel continued to fight them for, for, for years and years to come because if he would have done what God asked him to, that enemy would have been gone and he wouldn't have had to continue to fight for, you know, for generations to come. So I, I believe that's very, very serious, right? That we walk in obedience, but those habits that we have have to be broken. Listen, what you do habitually determines what you become permanently. Mm, come on, somebody. What you do habitually determines what you become permanently. So those habits create a permanent uh, imprint in our lives. We want to make sure that it's making the right mold, the right imprint, right? We got to make sure. And if it's not, if it's causing issues in our relationships, address them in the name of Jesus and begin to pray and put them in your crosshairs. And I believe God will do great and mighty things. And I believe the, the root, the root to a lot of these habits is our mind, right? It's our mindset. Decontaminate your mind. Ephesians chapter four, verse 22 and 23 says this, to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful issues and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds. Mm, come on, to put off that old self. That's, that's what God is talking about. He's talking about renewing our mind, renewing the way we think. Our mindset has to shift. Come on, man. So that means those thoughts that you keep running through your mind, uh, that, that behavior, it really is launched by the way you think. See, I, you know, the Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. And at the end of the day, we need to realize that I'm touching on this again. I'm kind of re, kind of looking at it from a different angle, right? But it's still the same situation. God is really focusing in on our mindset. Mindset is everything. Where your mind goes, your life follows. We need to know that you're that what you're thinking is lining up with God's word. See, we need to be aware that there are things that we need to put off. That's that's what the God says. Just put off the old self. There's certain things that that don't belong in our lives anymore. Amen. Our flesh has toxic tendencies, and if not, and if they're not addressed, they can poison our lives. So a lot of the things that we go through were things that were trained. I, I, I always say there's certain behaviors that are trained, either they're taught or they're caught, right? Either somebody teaches you something about a philosophy of life or you just see it. 
and, and, and you and you pick it up from examples that people have placed in front of you. So toxic tendencies can poison your life. So those things need to be eliminated. Listen, because Jonah hated the, the, the Ninevites. Because Jonah hated the Ninevites, he ended up in the belly of a whale. See, that, that mindset that he had that hate and the resentment towards the Ninevites, because I got to tell you, those were some barbaric people. I mean, he, he had a reason not to like them, but he had this bitterness in his heart and he had this, this, this hatred towards them that he didn't want to go. And God called him to go there and speak to them to repent. He says, man, I don't want them to repent. They let judgment hit them. And God said, really? And when he took the other way, he ended up in the belly of a whale going through a whole thing then came back preached the gospel and the bible says it was a huge revival wow that is that is so powerful to understand that the, that our mindset has to be de, de, uh, detoxified decontaminated see we must be intentional about about targeting corrupted areas in our lives we gotta be, we know what they are. We, we do these things over and over again and they cause havoc in our relationships. They cause havoc uh, in, in our circumstances, in our jobs, uh, relations with people, right? In our marriages. I mean, if that's the case and we know it, then man, we gotta, we gotta pray and target those areas in our lives and begin to train your mind to see the good in everything. See, we have to begin, see, because we can become so skeptical and, we, and, and skepticism is, good, is, good, is is not bad to be skeptical, but we got to be careful we don't become cynical because a cynic just never sees anything good in anything. So we need to understand that God, that our mind needs to be trained. You begin to train your mind and be intentional about what you allow to stay in your mind because some of the stuff that's that's happening, we need to be able to rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Listen, being positive is a choice. Listen, see, I believe that the joy in your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. Mm, the joy in your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. If you can keep your thoughts, man, and your mindset trained and moving in the right direction, I guarantee you everything around you will change. Mm, praise God. Hallelujah. I end every gathering with the word of God. And here's a scripture for today. First John chapter five, verse 14. And it says this, this is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Oh, God is tuned in to your prayers when you pray according to his will and according to his word. So have a wonderful, marvelous day. And remember, when you're walking in the spirit, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Amen. God bless you and have a marvelous, wonderful day. Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Don't forget to share this podcast. Let us know how God is working in your life and how we can pray for you. If you wonder about it, wander around it, worry about it, join us for fresh inspiration and motivation from the Word of God with new episodes available every Friday. Connect with Carlos at carlosmrivera.com.